welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey, detailers, hope you're having an amazing day. This is a really great episode if you are starting to be in the middle of some concerns with the recession, right? Corona has brought about the recession that we have talked about for over a year. We didn't ever know what was going to bring it, but we have constantly said, are you recession ready? Are you going to be able to do what you're doing in business through the recession? None of us know, right? None of us know. We can only hope to keep pressing on. So we dive in today with Nick from Vegas Rides and see what's going on up in Vegas, see how uh, the industry is there, and then we're going to give out one action step, right? We're going to dive into what's happening here in Oklahoma, and then each of us will give an action step that we feel detailers must be doing. Hope you enjoy it. Please give us a review if you like it. And if you don't, hey, it's okay too. Five stars is great. One stars doesn't get you a beer though. <laughs> Make it a great day. All right, Nick, welcome back. Thank you as always for the time that you're spending to talk to us. It's now April 6th. We are a bit further along than a lot of people had hoped for with what we've seen. I know last week when we talked, we're putting out these prediction episodes, but you had said, hey, we thought, some of us had thought, hey, once this is over, then I'll get out and I'll get, right? But this once this over part has now extended, you're week four, I'm week three, projections are all the way till the end of April, and some are saying, even through May. So the Corona versus detailer battle is moving further from just one simple war and a battle into, or instead of one just battle, into a full war that is also bringing about a massive recession on the tail of it. So, but we want to dive into what what's going on in your market, then we'll get into what's going on in your business, and then we're going to do what's an action step for detailers to take so when you're talking to detailers around in your industry or your local market, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? Well, there's always a couple different levels of detailers, right? Like you have guys that work at dealerships. You have guys that, that own their own small company. You have guys that own bigger companies. Uh, so I, I, you know, the cross section of those people is everybody's feeling it a little differently. The dealership guys were cut loose. I'm sure you already know this pretty early. I mean, they, the guys out here, especially, Hey, if you were working at a dealership, those detail shops were shut down almost immediately. Some have reopened, but to be honest with you, they've almost cut those guys. Guys in smaller companies are feeling the effects the most. One guy, you know, uh, you know, just got his business off the ground a couple years in business. You know, thought he had some momentum, but he doesn't have a stable enough client uh, client base. Uh, so his work is really dried up. And I, I know two guys in a market like that. Uh, so we're, we're, we're talking to them pretty regularly over text message, you know, trying to help them get through this time. 
And then you have companies that are just bigger. Um, they just have more work. They have more customers. Uh, they're they're feeling the effects, but they're able to stay with some type of work every day just because they have a larger footprint of customers. Um, so I think that's the dichotomy we see in the market in Vegas is more established companies are able to probably navigate this a little bit more. We're seeing, again, uh, dealership detailers and the one one you know uh you know the, the single owner with no employees just trying to get his business off the ground really trying to is really struggling at this point yeah i would say we're seeing very similar results uh we had dealerships here that immediately cut half of all team members others that went to you only get to work a couple days um you know, it's it's interesting. I got a call yesterday from Brian. At he used to be with Desert Detail. Now he joined uh, down to help uh, Manette's. Uh, it's a chemical company, and they still do detailing. And he's driving around a bunch of different places. And you know, one of his comments were about you know, well, we're definitely going to see how these you know specific group of our industry correction and coding companies. He was like, oh, they're just they're going to be gone, right? I said, well, hold on. We actually can see some of the guys, if they are in the right spot and there's a good funnel of money right there. I mean, so it's not necessarily that the whole model's gone. I think my analysis of what I see locally, because we've got some of those guys that are almost out of business, a guy very local that doesn't know how he's going to stay open, but then another shop that is bringing in new stuff and staying busy. So what I think I'm finding locally and even on uh, mobile detailers and private shop owners, it's not necessarily right now the model, but it's how skilled the operator is. And, yeah, and, and, I, and I think there's a different, I'd say it a little differently. If you just have the right pocket of clients, yeah, uh, you know, you're kind of getting a break here where you're not feeling it right away. Um, you know, that's where my company is. You know, we got a right, we got the right mix of clients uh, that we can keep this thing rolling. And, you know, it isn't, it isn't nobody, no detailer with a significant sized business is going to tell you the truth if they say, I haven't had any effects. Right. That, that doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't Everybody's exist. felt something. Okay. Whether it's a small, on the small end or you felt it really large. Um, I, I don't know what, you know, some of the problem is, is that, you know, you, you start talking to people in our industry and they want to demonize, well, this is going to go away or that's going to go away. Let's be clear on this video podcast what we believe. We have no idea yeah. how this thing is going to come out. Right. Plan for the worst is our whole mantra right now. Yeah. Those, those people making predictions of, A, this is going to happen. B, this is going to happen. They're wrong. There is no knowing What's going to happen when we come out the other end? This is unprecedented. You have the, the, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase coming out today and saying some of the most horrific things about the economy going forward that should scare everybody. He's the CEO of the basically the biggest bank in the world. He, he thinks you're going to see something worse than 2008. Now, who the hell knows if he's right? The key to listening to us is we're just trying to say, hey, if you plan for the worst, you put your you, you, you put your big boy pants on and say, "Hey, this is going to get tough." That's all you can really do. 
but guys saying, hey, the coding business or this business is going to, you know, go down or who knows? I mean, I know guys doing a lot of correction and coding. They haven't really had massive effect. They've had a little bit, but they're still doing pretty, pretty nice size work for their shop. So I think it just matters the pocket of clients you have in your business. And some of that is just luck. Right, you could have done all the right things, and you just have a weird mix of clientele, and you're getting a, a bad end of the stick right now. It doesn't mean it's forever either. Um, you know, your clients, if you have a good mix, um, it, when this thing comes back, you're going to see some of those guys come back, some of those gals come back. So I don't think this is about predictions of what we know are. You know, this is going to happen. Our whole goal is to try to put you in a better spot to say, hey, let's start to plan for the worst, and let's just move forward from there. And if the better happens, great. Yeah, and and he wasn't necessarily going at it hard negative, right? He was just making a comment, so I wanted to just make that known, too. I mean, no, no, I understand. He, yeah, I understand. He, well, for his own personal, you know, in case he watches, like, I was, you know, he wasn't attacking anybody. We were just literally having some dialogue. He was asking a question, so just to clarify that. Um, all right, so let's let's look at your business, right? Uh, I'll talk about my business. Let's look at yours. Uh, what uh, what are you seeing for trends in your business? How how are you adapting, right? Because we've said that detailers and companies are going to have to adapt, see, look, find, talk and then make some changes or just keep pushing forward. So what's some things that you or your company's experienced? Uh, what are changes then that you're doing as the operator? Yeah, so, you know, look, you, you have some people that, that don't want to work during this time. They're fearful of their family and health. And you watch the news, you get very scared. And rightfully so. No, None of us know the extent of all of this, right? You, you know, we're all just kind of trying to figure that out. So. As an operator, what we're seeing right now in my company is that we have a mix of a couple kind of clients. We have some clients, they went on quarantine a month ago, yeah, and they haven't been seen. They haven't come out of their house. They haven't driven their cars. They haven't been to work. They've just been locked down. They were pretty honest about it a month ago. Here's what we're going to do. I mean, you know, no housekeepers, no, I mean, they're locked. And that's the way they want to operate their family. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, we have other people. Uh, you know, mainly do a lot of uh, construction type services, uh, maybe own big, large companies in the construction industry. And they're like, hey, we're working. You know, you're working. So their life hasn't changed. You know, construction here locally is not shut down. It's an essential service. They're working every day. They're working. Some people are even working overtime in the construction industry here. So at the end of the day, we just have a, 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 an eclectic mix of, of people we do business with. So, you know, we, we're really seeing both sides of the coin. And so as an operator, you know, I can rewind something I told you last Wednesday uh, over text message. You know, we don't really do destroyed restoration type cars, you know, where, you, you know, the interior looks like it hasn't been cleaned in, you know, 10 years. Uh, but when we get calls on that stuff now, we're doing it um, because we don't we don't think we're in a place to turn that work down at this moment in time you know, April 6th, 7th of, of 2020, you know, we need we need to be very cautious of turning work away. Uh, now we're properly pricing it. We're getting what we normally would get financially for that type of work. But that was work, you know, six, eight weeks ago. I, I didn't really want to put my guys through that. But now we're going to do it. 
Um, Let me ask you this question, um, because I've had guys reach out and ask, you know, things that they should do, how should they, and when I ask back on their marketing and how they do it, they're saying, well, I've been offering discounts. You said you're still getting your market value, so I understand that some of that's compared to your clientele base, but if you're getting some calls from somebody that's not normally your clientele base, how are you selling them on your service at the same value that it was a couple months ago? Well, I, number one, I don't think money for most people calling about detailing services has gotten super tight, right? People that are super tight on money aren't calling a detailing company. They're not calling anybody. They're just trying to survive. So you got to assume the people calling for detailing services want their car done right. So I don't treat anybody any differently as of today. Um, we don't do discounts, uh, you know, at this present time, and I haven't done them ever in my business. You know, uh, we just do the right things in explaining to the clientele what sets us apart, what we're going to do for your vehicle. Being clear with your communication is more important than ever. Um, if you're having to do discounts, I'm not saying this is, you know, as a blanket statement that everybody needs to get upset about, but you're probably not doing a very good job of selling and communicating with the potential client uh, because you really shouldn't be in a position this early on, you know, when most people haven't seen their money dry up yet, uh, you shouldn't be in some position where you got to offer massive discounts. So I would look at your sales approach, your marketing approach, how you're discussing things with your client. Uh, You know, do, do you have all that stuff buttoned up? Or is that stuff kind of allowing those people to get discounts from you? And I think that stuff is important. You know, we we haven't even got into that part of business yet in our conversations, but I think you know this. How you speak, how you sell, how you talk to clients, those are the people that are giving discounts largely need to button up the other stuff, and I think they would they would see they wouldn't have to offer those discounts. Yeah, ask the right questions, lead the customer in the right way. You don't have to drop your shorts you know, you can, you can make some good money. So cool. I appreciate that. So, uh, anything that you guys have been doing differently, right? Like you said that some of your clientele is, is okay. And some's this, like, I mean, have you, because I think in some of the stuff we've talked about, like we, a lot of people got time on our hands, you know, like, have you made some adjustments to your business or no, or what? Yeah. I I mean, look, uh, and this can kind of go into what we want to talk about, right? You know, so everybody knows, you know, we want to kind of give you actionable things to think about coming out of this, right? How, how do I do things now that are actionable when things go back to, you know, some semblance of normalcy? Uh, for us, I'm taking this time to analyze my business. I'm trying to figure out where we have really struggled with efficiency. You know, that could be, you know, financially, that could be with team members, that could be with uh, how we deal with clients. Maybe we have trouble clients that aren't on board with how we do things and they're kind of costing us in our, in our, in our efficiency every day. I'm using this time to analyze everything and I, I really implore everybody to do that. Um, that's what I'm using it for. Um, so right now, the difference, the things that I'm going to do different in my business is, yeah, we've already identified that we're going to back off certain services uh, that we've been offering that I don't think when you start to analyze it financially and from a, uh, a perspective of business, it didn't make as much sense as I thought it did. This time gave me the ability to really start digging in on some numbers and some headaches and 
you know, there's all this stuff that goes into running a business, but what it also allows me to do is say, okay, I have this different avenue of business that I'm going to chase. And so I'm going to take this money we invested over here for two years and I'm going to shift it to another part of my business. And so again, that's going to be investment in marketing dollars. That's going to be investment in internet, you know, uh, ad dollars. That's going to be, uh, different printed materials that we need to give out locally. It's going to be a whole host of things that when you run a business to my size, you know, you have to make a tough decision like that. Like, Hey, we did this for a couple years. I went back for through a few years, started doing some numbers. We did okay on this, right? We, we made money, but I think there's a lot more money in something else for my business and for the people that I have with my business, my team members. I think everybody will be happier if we transition to a different uh, avenue of money in the business. And, and that's something that we're going to do. So I've been taking this time and, it, and it, I know it sounds overly critical, but I really been analyzing every inch of my business. You know, how we purchase gas, how we purchase our equipment, how we purchase our chemicals, how we purchase everything, right? Then I move on. Okay, how do we purchase our ad dollars? Are we partnered with the right companies that can do all these different things for us? And can we leverage those companies' expertise to help us? I'm, I'm analyzing everything. And the reason I'm doing that isn't because I'm not prepared or we're in a bad spot. But I got free time. I, you know, I, I need to use it the best I can to have, help my company moving forward in 2020 and beyond. And, and I think it's just going to look a little bit different than what I thought when we started January 1, 2020. And so I'm just taking that time to reallocate, you know, the way we spend money and the way we do things to hopefully push our business to the next level as we come out of this. Cool. Cool. I think for us, we've uh, we've not done that as far as analyzing and how we change stuff like that way. Uh, you know, for us, and some of it comes from just the way I think by nature, having so much randomness going through my head. When I started building the company, I said, okay, I'm supposed to go towards dealerships and help sell product, right? Like that's just the way they were training me. Uh, but I also had experience with car washes, so I wanted to have some car wash sales. And then I also had experience doing this, so I wanted, right? So over the years, I've really tried to pump in different directions so that I wasn't just narrowly focused. Well, the good thing is we've got three or four revenue streams that come in. Two of those have completely just disintegrated. Uh, to where even, you know, we've had dealerships, like I said, I mean, they even closed down for an entire week, right? Like close their doors. So didn't know they were essential. Um, and then we, you know, other people that are just around certain areas that there's just, right? Like if you're at the airport and your main business is funneled off the airport, you're in trouble, right? So, you know, we've yeah. got a lot of locals that, you know, if I can't count it just on that, I would be out. I, you know, I'd be in trouble. Car washes are still pumping, but you know, they're, they've fallen. I'm just fortunate that we took the time over the past couple of years to try and build up some type of other revenue stream and use social, use our app, use different things that we've started doing to help build that. And so we still have that coming in. What, what we've been doing is then really trying to figure out how to make that 
more, right? So how do we take what we're doing and multiply it times two, multiply it times three, but understand that if our revenue was here, but two thirds of that revenue's cut, we got to try and do three times the work with a third the revenue, right? So a lot of what Bree and I have been going back and forth on is, okay, we need this, 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 and boom, right? So it's it's more of uh, not what do we cut, but how do we, th- uh, not thin line, uh, uh, slim? How do we slim and then and then go faster, I guess? Like, how do we just- Streamline. Streamline, there you go. And then how do we make it to where what she knows to do, and then John, who's doing a lot of stuff, like, Everybody down the line knows how to do more, 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 and faster, faster, faster. Yeah, and so and so. Look, it, what you just said to me is is the word efficiency. Yeah. How do we take? Uh, and, and that's a big thing for us. You know, again, we're not. Ours isn't going to be cut, 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 cut. You know, like a lot of companies. You know, we're going to come out of this, and we're going to be spending probably more money than ever coming out of this, trying to build the company and take advantage of you know, things kind of being depressed, right? That's that's when things are, are a little bit more affordable for small businesses. You can buy some ads at a, at a more affordable rate. You can do different things more affordably, and it's just being prepared. Um, you know, again, we're a pretty damn efficient company, but we're not efficient enough. And if you get happy, you know, if you get that fat and happy uh, feeling, uh, this is the wrong time for that, in my opinion. And so we're just trying to Again, give some analysis where, you know, we didn't have the time two months ago. Uh, we were just kind of running our company and boom, 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 running, 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 running. Hey, now we got a few extra minutes. Let's let's do things. Let's look at things. Let's let's really take this time to come out better. And that's really what what we're doing. All right. So let's dive into some action steps then. Right. Uh, let's each give an action step. Right. Pick out one of the skills that you had recommended from last week or last time, and um, and then let's dive into what an action step would be that you recommend detailers do in order to fulfill that skill. Well, you know, last week we talked about money management, right? And so money management's hitting a lot of people right now. Do you have enough? Have you saved enough? Can you get through a tough time? You know, a tough time for a business, a lot of people think is like, well, you know, I'm going to be down for a month. Well, what if you got injured and you were down six months? That's not unheard of. So, you know, money management and building on that is sort of what I just said in my company. What are you going to do with your money when you come out of this? Okay. How are you going to put it to work? So analyzing your ads, analyzing what you're doing marketing-wise locally, analyzing uh, your sales approach locally. You know, you brought up something about people already having to drop prices. The actionable thing here is start to really dig into those things on your business. Where am I spending my ad revenue? Okay. Uh, am I on Facebook, on Google ads, on this ad, on Instagram, and I don't really get great response. Okay. Erase all those ads that don't work and go and dig in and start building some other ads. Uh, or go to a company, pay them a fee to start to understand those platforms. Okay, I've tried for two years. It's not working. You know, those things don't work for me. It's okay. Don't give up. Try a different plan. Maybe save a little bit of money so you can talk to a company that specializes in running ads. Uh, So to me, taking money management and, and coming out of this actionable with marketing and sales plans 
for your business. But again, knowing I may have to spend twice the ad dollars to get the same amount of business. I mean, you don't know. Times get tough. You can't retreat and not do marketing and sales. Once you do that, you lose. So you got to learn how can I double down on those things in an efficient way that I can start churning more business, like you said, efficiency. How can I spend very minimal time on something but have it give me maximum profit out the end? Um, well, that can be developed through your systems now, right? How to build your ad network to run itself. Uh, again, you may have to hire a company if you don't have the time. You may have to you know, put in a ton of time behind the scenes yourself if you don't have the, the necessary money to do that. There's all kinds of different things, but actionable to me means come out of this with a sales and marketing plan, and that's going to align with our money management, right? You're going to have to manage your money coming out of this towards your marketing and sales efforts. Yeah, that's that's great. That's great. So I'm I'm going to go with on the fail part, right, to try and help understand some very practical on why I say you should learn to fail. And I'll put you into the moment that we were today. Okay. So last week was a little difficult for Bree to come in as well. It was also difficult for her to work from home. Right. So. We tried to do that just like a lot of other companies have tried. So now she's coming in and we're now going over things that we need to achieve, right? How do we, if our local market has collapsed, right? And I don't have any revenue, the business doesn't have any revenue from it, right? How do we do that, right? Like I said, the is she, when she's going through and downloading stuff and, and re-adding to different platforms, we're running into a lot of roadblocks, right? If we've been trying to do it a certain way and we got comfortable, sort of like what you said, you guys are doing stuff and you were churning away, right? So were we, we were putting stuff up. Well, fucking IGTV is, I'd sent messages back and forth to you. I fucking closed down, what, a week and a half ago? And people couldn't, I think some people could, but I couldn't, I could never add anything to IGTV. So then we start, okay, what other platforms that we should already have been on? How do we get on those? How do we produce the content for that? How does she take what we have put out and repurpose it, right? And she got really frustrated yesterday. And you could just, you know, when you're talking to someone, you could just see that on her face. And she's yep. just like, uh, you know, like yep. we just failed at stuff. And it just roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. And I'm at the same time analyzing in the back of my mind, there goes another hour, there goes another hour, there goes another hour. We don't have a lot of time here. We need to be getting going because if you're gonna keep getting paid by us, we need something out. And it wasn't her fault, right? Yeah. It wasn't her fault. She was doing her best. But we just yeah. kept hitting roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. And so even earlier today, it was like, hey, these are the problems that we're having. How do we adapt from the failure, okay? So the reason why I say you gotta learn to fail is if we didn't attempt it the third and fourth time just because the first couple roadblocks happened, we might not get our info out there and then we would never get to know if it worked or didn't work. And here's the fucking kicker, is that I just told her a little bit ago, Bree, we need like 50 videos out so we know if they work or not. The whole project could fail and we just invested 
a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of money, but we don't ever know unless we attempt and then we know, well, if it failed, how do we do it different? Or if it succeeds, then we go, cool, if we would have stopped, we would have never known because we failed so much. So that's sort of the action steps where I'm saying, right? Find different platforms, go do different things, spend your time now and like just almost in a sense, if you have your own personal time, I've talked to some other detailers, they've actually had to now talk to their wives and their family and say, okay, I'm home, but I need to clock in and I need to clock out. They need to respect their time to work on their business and then the owner needs to respect the time that they're with their family a little bit more and they should do some more family stuff, right? So if you've got this box, clock in and clock out and go spend some time freely trying stuff. I really encourage every single detailer to add us on TikTok and let's do a duet together. You never know, right? It could be stupid. You could laugh at yourself. We could do some of the stupidest things and it could fail tremendously. Or some kid could see it or some 20 year old like, and then they tell this person and then their mom's sending you a message about, you know, hey, we need your service because my son saw this, right? Or my daughter, or there's plenty of 30 year old mothers on TikTok now. So if that's your demographic, that's a great place to go to. So. Find us on TikTok, Detail Supply app. Let's do a duet. Let's fail at it. Let's goof off. Let's figure it out and see if we can use that platform to grow. We'll never know if we don't ever try. So that's my action step and encouragement for detailers. I appreciate it, man. That's that's a good piece of advice. And and like I said, I think the thing that needs to come out of this is we're not not really in the prediction business. What we're in is how to come out of this and plan for something bad. Again, if you plan for the bad and it never happens, hey, guess what? Now you can just double and triple down on the good. Yeah. So that, that's all we're trying to get across, and, and I appreciate your perspective. And, and you know, we're going to try to do more of that in my businesses. Uh, go to more platforms. Go to more ad sources. Uh, really start to analyze that stuff from a lot of perspectives because, again, I think you're going to have to double and triple down in the next year or two uh, to really go out there and grow your business. And, and I want to say one final thing. I'm going to look at the tough economic time as a time for me to grow as a business. Yeah. I'm not looking at getting by. So none of my advice is to people trying to get by. Yeah. You should be trying to grow your business during the downtime because then when the good time comes, you can just explode. But you really have growth. Great companies have growth in a downtime. Uh, I don't care if it's a small plumbing business. I don't care if it's a small detailing business. I don't care if it's a bank. Great companies make it through these times and actually double and triple in size uh, because so many other companies are scared. If you're the one out there and you're the one really running efficiently, you're going to see a great benefit from it. So hopefully you take this advice and you just say, hey, you know, I, I don't agree with Marty. I don't agree with Mark, whatever. <laughs> Understand, mine is about your company being better than ever, not just getting by. Yeah. Cool, man. Love the info. All right, Thanks for your time. Talk to you soon. See you, man. All right, brother. <laughs>